Hello. Welcome to Dream Leapers Inspiration. I'm your host, Harriet Cole. Very happy and honored to be with you today. Whew, what a whirlwind we're living in. It seems like things are moving so fast and a lot of uncertainty is spinning all around us. At least that's how it feels to me. We have spent almost a year grappling with COVID-19. Can you imagine? We're in the middle of January and I was just talking to my mother who now is living in assisted living. Um, at the beginning of this period, she was living in an independent living facility. And in February, just a few days from where we are right now, her facility was put on lock because there was some kind of stomach virus that went running rampant in the facility. And this place that had once been robust and people uh, every, twice a day, the residents went down to a beautiful dining room to eat together. There was a large uh, living area where people gathered in clusters to talk and to, uh, to listen to music and to have live performances. It was a beautiful social uh, environment for elders. And that shut down in February for health reasons. And before people could reemerge to be with each other after whatever the stomach virus was, came COVID. Now, what we know is that COVID was already there. COVID was in the US by January of 2020, although most people didn't know it. And the world, as we know it, changed. Most of us continue to be in some form of quarantine. There's a new wave of uh, disease that is running rampant through our communities, families, homes, work environments. And we continue to have the pandemic of economic just dismantling uh, and civic unrest because of racial disparities. We have the insurrection that occurred at the Capitol. So much is going on in our world. So much. And those are like the big things that are affecting everyone. And then within each family, there are things happening. Within each community, there are challenges that pull upon us in dramatic ways. There are back to the economic insecurity piece, so many people are out of work or maybe in work in working environments that they don't wanna be in and where there's tremendous tension. So there's, there's a lot of uh, extreme energy that we are living in. And I would dare say that all of us are experiencing at least some of it. So what happens in these moments of extremity when we, we can't just close our eyes and shutter ourselves off and believe, well, this isn't affecting me, or I'm stronger than 
whatever this is so I can just ignore it. Yes, we should be strong, but we can't really ignore it. And should we ignore it? I mean, that's a really interesting and good question. Should we be ignoring what's going on in our world? No. But how, what, what is our relationship to what's happening in our world and how can we uh, survive and thrive in this experience that for many is so intense and extreme? I have learned that what's most important is for us to be in alignment. And I, I talk a lot about yoga. Yoga literally means the union of mind, body, spirit. When all three are in alignment, it's easier for us to move through space, to consider our lives and our choices with greater clarity. And yet, so that's one sense of alignment, but what about our alignment with the world and with what is happening in our world right now when we see so many things that don't make sense? When just the very understanding of the truth is constantly in question and we aren't certain what the path forward is, how do we find alignment then? Interesting questions for us to consider and the answers are not necessarily easy. How can we be inspired to right action when we may not be certain what right is? There, you know, I think when most of us were growing up, we were taught that it was a sin to lie, like that it was a curse against God, against however you understand God that it was one of the ultimate wrongs to lie. For those of us who are parents, we punish our children when they tell untruths, when they pretend that something happened or didn't happen when they know the opposite is true. We, most of us, feel guilty if we say or do something that we know to be wrong or to be false. And yet we are living in a culture at this very moment where untruth is prevailing, where it is unclear as to what the truth is because many people are spewing things that simply are questionable at the very least, but if you do a little research, you'll find out that they aren't true. But why is it so hard for many of us to recognize the truth? Well, I, I want to point to leadership. And I, and I also want to say, this is not a political point of view that I'm offering. It's, it's an understanding of how we live and what we value and how societies are structured. So the leader in any community, whether it is your boss, whoever's the leader of your family, the leader of your community, the leader of your country, the leader, the person that, that you or I have been told is in charge, have grown up to believe is in charge, have based upon the way that our society is structured, have put in charge, is supposed to be someone we can trust. 
the leader is supposed to be someone who stands for whatever we value. Because we, well, when you're born into a family, you really hope that you are in alignment with your parents' point of view. When you live in a democracy, you have voted in someone who is to be in alignment with your views. Now, sure enough, not everybody votes for the same person. But the notion is that even the people on opposing sides still have the same core values in mind. So what happens when that's not true? What happens when it's not true in your family, in your job, in your community center, in your house of worship, in your government? Now, lots of things can happen, but what we do here on Dream Leapers Inspiration is to really look at how our personal relationship to whatever is going on can be affected, is affected, can change. Because all we really can control is ourselves. And if we pay close attention, we know that often we don't control ourselves. We control ourselves sometimes. But how often are your thoughts in alignment with your words and deeds? How often are they not? How often is your brain telling you, red alert, red alert, that doesn't make sense. I need to check on that. But you go along anyway. How often are you saying things to kind of go along with the crowd and you don't really believe them? How often do you go with the flow, even if it doesn't serve you or your family? I'm really asking this question. This is not a rhetorical question. I want you to ask yourself, how often do you go with the flow, even if it doesn't really serve you or your family in the long run? How often do you bite your tongue when the better thing would be to speak up? How often do you go along because you really don't know what is true or right or appropriate for the moment? How often should you be doing research so that you can learn what is the most accurate and appropriate and uh, truly in the flow of your heart connection to the world? How often are you just off kilter with that? These are important questions, especially now. Because there's so much going on in our world and we are not sure what is right, what is appropriate, what the long game is, what, what, what should we sacrifice in order to get to a better place. If we aren't contemplating and really studying what right action looks like, then we can flounder and just, you know, go with the flow that could take us down a very dark path. Personally, community-wise, professionally, globally. So it's important, it matters what, how you engage yourself and your life in the world right now. Your life matters, your thoughts your words, your deeds matter. You may not think so. You're like, oh, I'm just one in how many billions of people on the planet. 
It matters. You matter. And if we recognize that, you know, let's think about the ocean. And when if you've ever been at the water's edge at the ocean, really any body of water, but the ocean is so big, and you throw a pebble into the water and you see there it makes a wake. There it billows out. You you can see the movement of the water from that one toss of a pebble. If you ever look at a boat that's moving through water, then you really see the wake from the boat. What happens to the water when that boat is moving through it? What happens in its wake behind it? What happens in your wake based upon what you think, what you say, what you do, what you have learned to be accurate or not? What happens when you aren't paying attention and you just have knee-jerk reactions to things? What happens when you are so emotionally wrought because of almost a year of being in quarantine and the stresses that have come with all of the things that have occurred in our lives? What happens when you react out of that intense space rather than anchoring yourself in yourself first? What happens if you have been doing that anchoring but in a vacuum, so you don't have a sense of what's going on in the world. Alignment is not just being at peace with what is going on with you, even though that is essential, but it is also having an understanding of what's going on in the world. If you put yourself in a bubble and you don't have to think about anything else, that is not being a member of the global community and, and living in harmony and in unison with everyone. So I, I point that out because many of us who practice yoga, who practice meditation, who believe in connecting to that divine space inside can make the mistake of thinking that it is enough to meditate and connect to the spirit, to the soul and live in peace. That's actually not enough. We have to reach out to each other. We have to inspire each other to live in peace too. We have to know our history, understand what's going on in our world so that when our voices need to be heard, we speak up. And we have to figure, it, figure out creative ways to speak up so that we aren't always on the same note because just like in exercise class, if you do the same exercise if you, whether you're in class or not, you do the same exact exercise every time, your muscles grow comfortable with it and it doesn't have the same effect. They're sort of numb to it because you did it all the time. If the way that you talk about what you believe is always the same, one note, people will come to expect, oh, that's the way she talks. That's what he believes in. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. They're, that person's going to say whatever that person always says. No, we have to figure out creative ways, new, fresh ways of engaging others so that we continue to be heard, so that the, the knowledge that we've gained, the point of view that we have, the, uh, the information that we are bringing to the table can be heard in refreshed ways so that we continue to, to actively do our work so that we can support the world in which we live. 
it is, it is, um, I'm seeing on here right now is my friend Wendell. And we serve on a committee together. And I listen to some of the members of this committee who say the same thing over and over and over again. And by the way, probably Wendell, you and I do too. I know when I see somebody raise their hand and that person's about to speak up, I can almost guess what some people are gonna say. And it, I sometimes feel snide about it. I sometimes feel like, ah, okay, fine. That person's gonna make that comment. Okay, that's not good. It's not good for me to write them off because, oh yeah, for the next two minutes, this person's gonna give the same speech he or she gives every time. It's not good for that person to give the same speech that he or she gives every time because then we become numb to the message. And so we have to get creative. Being in alignment actually means being attuned to the moment. How can we be so attuned to the moment that we're in that we can present our ideas in a fresh way so that we can be heard? Of course, it starts with us listening deeply to the voice inside, but also engaging in the moment with whoever is part of that experience so that it is fresh. It's not like the rote exercise. It's not like the speech that we give every time. It's not so routine that it feels like we pushed play rather than we drew upon our inner resources and found a fresh way to share information. Does that make sense to you? It means engaging anew all the time. Engaging anew all the time. It, being in alignment is not something, okay, I'm in alignment, I did my work, I'm good. I can sit back in the cut, I'm good. No, that's not being in alignment because we know especially when things feel like they're riding along really well. Things are good. Life is good. So I can sit back. I'm on easy street now. No. Usually when that happens, after a period of time, there's some kind of tsunami that occurs in our lives to mix it up again. Have you had that experience? I sure have. Over and over and over again. So being in alignment means listening listening for how to be fresh in that moment. And I'll go back to these meetings that Wendell and I are part of, because just an example, we could pick anything. And, and I'm using myself because I want you to know, I tell you all this stuff because I'm working on it myself. So just, we had a meeting the other day and I'm finding myself going, okay, when is this woman gonna shut up? It's terrible, but true, but I'm telling you the truth. Because she was saying something that, was unnecessary to be said and taking up a lot of time doing it. And I thought, why is this happening? Well, we get caught in the loop of our thinking. And when that happens, it's hard to get out of that loop. It's really challenging to be an active listener to be totally focused and to figure out in the flow of engagement, what is the right 
precise thing to offer, and that's it. Do we have to be repetitive? Can we be incisive instead? And I want to say that when we are incisive instead, when we are fresh, when we engage in a fresh way, it makes a huge difference for everyone. The people who are part of this engagement are grateful because whoever it is speaking is not saying the same old thing all the time. It keeps everybody on their toes when we all are actively aware and choose to be in alignment with the moment, right? And of course, that requires that we have a sense of who we are and what we believe first. If we are just literally, if we're just going with the flow, where do we end up? If you start your day like, okay, you know, I'm going to just do what feels right. But then what happens is you have a lot of voices in your ears. You can go here, there, down whatever path. And that is dangerous. So you start with engaging yourself, your core, your values, your sense of yourself in this moment, in this day. And then through that lens, you look at everything. Guess what? It takes a lot of energy to do this. A lot. To sort of go with the flow, which sounds good, I think, maybe. But the problem with that is that, you know, where's that flow taking you? If you need to swim toward your goal. So even in the meeting, even in that moment of work, of civic duty, if you are actively engaged in the moment and, and understanding that to best serve the moment, you need to be fresh, then you find the words, you find the attitude, you find the way of engaging that moment to best serve everyone. It is active. It takes energy. If you do this all day long, you're going to go to bed earlier at night because, ooh, you used up a lot of energy, but you used it to a positive end. I'm looking and saying, wow, there's so many people who are joining us today from all over, from as far away as India. Namaste. Welcome to you and to everyone who's joining. Thank you for being with me in this new year, in these moments. We want to be in alignment with that voice inside, with that connection to the Almighty that lives within us. We want to be in alignment with each other. This requires research, real knowledge, not just spouting, but doing the research to understand what's going on in our world and what do we believe, not from one perspective, but from as many as we can research so that we can recognize the truth when it's looking at us. We have to have enough strength within to stand up for what's right. And we have to be willing to re-engage and re-engage all day long so that we can serve the moment. It takes energy and it's worth it. It's worth it. And I want to tell you, you know, I always look for, for um, quotes. I found a lot of them. 
Let me see which one do I want to tell you. Here's one. Someone who takes the time to understand their relationship with source, who actively seeks alignment with their broader perspective, who deliberately seeks and finds alignment with who they really are, that person is more charismatic, more attractive, more effective, and more powerful than a group of millions who have not achieved this alignment. This is from Esther Hicks. That was a lot. Let me say it one more time. Someone who takes the time to understand their relationship with source, God, who actively seeks alignment with their broader perspective, who deliberately seeks and finds alignment with who they really are, is more charismatic, more attractive, more effective and more powerful than a group of millions who have not achieved this alignment. You start with yourself. Essentially, that's what it's saying. Don't follow blindly anyone. Start with yourself. Get in alignment with the connection between you and the power that is greater than you. How do you do that? by being still, by being quiet, by meditating, by listening for the wisdom within. And then the broader perspective, paying attention to your world, doing research so that you really do the work to understand what's going on. Whatever the topic may be, do the research necessary. That's work. And guess what? It's not just Wikipedia, you guys. The internet is helpful. But don't be lazy with it. Do research. Figure out the answers to the questions that are important to you so that you don't follow a path that doesn't serve you. Get in alignment and realign, realign, and realign all day long. Be courageous. Be willing to speak up in fresh ways about what you value. Being in active alignment with yourself and the universe takes energy. I promise you, you, you will likely go to sleep earlier at night if you do this all day long because it takes energy and it's good energy. You are worth it. We are worth it. In this time when we have been separated from each other in quarantine for so very long, and it continues. Let's use this time to connect more deeply within our own souls. And then in turn with each other. Our lives, our culture, our world depends on our alignment. Each one of us. We can do it. We must do it. I thank you for spending this time with me. I hope that you feel invigorated to get in alignment with yourself and with your world. Please let others know that this Dream Leapers Inspiration also is available on podcasts, wherever podcasts are available. Dream Leapers Inspiration with Harriet Cole. I thank you, thank you, thank you for being with me. Your assignment, be actively aligned today and write down how you're doing it. 
I believe in writing things down, then you go back and look at it. Yeah, that's what I did. I did it. And I'm going to do it again tomorrow. We'll be back together in a week. Until then, have a great day. And in each moment, make it count. Namaste.